0: Coming up on iPads in the Classroom, we're working with iPad 1s. Hi, my name is Guy Trenian and this is iPads in the Classroom from TechEd. And today, I want to talk about something rather surprising. So usually, I try to be as up-to-date as possible with my devices and most people are like that but I actually want to talk today about what you can do if you still have an iPad one or if you can get your hands on a few iPad ones these are around uh, people have them they, most people have not sold them so if you can get some from uh, parents of your students or from whatever projects use them and aren't using them anymore you've got devices that you can actually use in the classroom And not everything works on them, and apps that are very new will not work on them. Apps that have been around for a while, usually what will happen on the App Store is it'll say, you can't download the most recent update to this app, but you can download an older version. So you can actually get access to quite incredible things, and if that's a device you can get access to, I would say go for it. I have about 30 of those in my office and I use them for multiple projects and I've got teachers who really want to use them. Why? Because they know that there are some things they can do even with an iPad 1. So let's start. The iPad 1 I have is one of the ones for my uh, projects and I'll start with one of the best things that I think you can do and that is just do Online reading. Why would you like to read online and not just on books? I'll say read on books, but there's access to a lot of free materials on the iPad and where I'm going right now is iBooks. So if you go into iBooks and you go into your library. You can see that I've downloaded a few books right now. The series that I like very, very much is Freddie Hibbert has created a series of stories for young readers. And I actually was at a talk yesterday where she she described how she created it and why. And this one is called Big Trucks, Little Trucks. It says what grade level it is. And let's just go into the story itself because right now we're in uh, the quiz right there and um, we can take ourselves back to the chapters. Sorry. So you can see, this is the book. Kids can read it. It's a simple book, very repetitive. In this case, it's about cars and trucks, great photography to go with it. And you can see that at the end of the book, there are also comprehension questions. There's only a few of them, but it does help guide the comprehension activities as well. There's a very large collection. So even if you have an iPad 1, you can get access to these free books, read them with kids or give them to ki- for kids to read and expand uh, the small, usually, uh, classroom libraries we have very, very quickly. So if you have a few devices like that and you upload a plethora of freely available uh, texts, kids can have access to a lot more than uh, they do without it. So that's using iBooks for that purpose and iBooks works very well. Again, it's an older version of iBooks, but it works very well with even the iPad one. A second one is YouTube. YouTube is an access point to getting a lot of materials that really help learning, support learning, whether we're using flipped classrooms and we are actually looking at videos to do the instruction or we're introducing new subjects, we can use YouTube to really bring these new materials in. Kids can watch and we can uh, try to search for uh, an appropriate YouTube. Let's look for something about... I don't know, pirates. So now you can see that there's a Jake and the Neverland Pirates, which is a Disney production, but there's also True Caribbean Pirates, which is a documentary about uh, pirates. So we can get this kind of access very, very quickly, use it in the classroom. Kids can do it individually or in small groups or even if they use the devices at home. So it's access to a lot of materials. Just like the iBooks, there's the opportunity to create and to consume uh, media. I'll give a couple more examples. One is EduCreations. EduCreations has been with us a long time. and um, It's one of the apps I love. It's one of the first apps I teach anybody new to a mobile devices because it is a great way to deliver instruction, and see how others deliver instruction, also to see how kids create instruction. And the great thing about this app is it doesn't require a camera, so it works very well on the iPad 1s. And again, there are basic directions, but you have a whiteboard, you can press record, and from this point on, it's recording every move you make, and then you can choose a color, and you can Draw, And you can see that despite the fact that this is an iPad 1, from a graphic perspective, this is a very good uh, quality. You can in, you bring in photos, or you can use text, and you tap somewhere, and you can start typing, and you can erase and do everything else. So this works just as well as the same app at a higher level. It does all the basic things, and definitely for student use, it'll work greatly. And the other thing about this one, and you can save the lesson or you can start over, and I want to be done here for a second, you can also find lessons that others have created and so you can share with your students or you can ask your students to view lessons that were created by others on a variety of topics and you can see those here we've got fractions we've got the war with mexico it can work at any grade level so ipad ones can deliver that content through youtube through ibooks and right now we saw that they work really well with Educreations despite the fact that it's an older version. I'll give another couple of examples. This requires a little bit of searching and sifting through and seeing what works and what doesn't work. This, a few weeks ago, I presented about uh, cursive writing. And here's an example of how you can use the iPad for practice. There are great math apps, great writing apps, and other things. But what I'm saying is, with a little bit of searching... And, patients, you can find apps that will work even on the iPad 1, and this is one of them a simple way to look at cursive writing. And you can see that you can practice throughout the alphabet, works very well. Again, the touch interface while it's gotten somewhat improved was fantastic on the ipad one and it still is and it works very very well uh, kids will enjoy using it just as much as they enjoy using the newer ones it is heavier which for some people that's problematic but actually when working with the young kids the heft of it helps stabilize it and helps them hold on to it so i actually like the ipads ones at, as a classroom device for that purpose So today, I really wanted to talk to you about iPad 1s and how we can still use them. And I think it's a great opportunity if you have access, if you have families or organizations or even something you've used in the past that have access to older iPads, iPad 1s, iPad 2s, they can still work and even work very well in the classroom. And I'll see you next time on iPads in the Classroom.